Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. And here we go for $10. We got this penny for $10, $5, $7. San Francisco. <laughs> Here we are. It's been a week. Welcome and back. You look fresh. You look so clean. Oh my God, so fresh and so clean. I like your shirt. It's striped. Thank you. Thank you. Like a zebra. Zebra. Um, yeah, so last time we left you guys off with the uh, promise that we're going to tell you a story uh, from Meryl's trip to San Francisco. It sounds like you got into a lot of shit. Which is so weird because I know San Francisco is so close and it was only for three nights, but a lot of things happened that made me think, thank God I can tell you because it's really, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. After we did the episode about me in Japan, uh, Britt and I packed in seven days of just running rampant through the streets of finding everything, going here, going there, getting on trains. We really got our way around that place. There's so many things that like, they're, they're not even interesting to tell, but they're really amazing to think about, you know? Yeah. Like just walking the streets of this area and then popping in this store and meeting this old guy. I know. I love it's like, traveling. It's really not an interesting story, but it's like it, it impacts you so yeah, hard. Yeah, right? I know. Even yeah. just getting away for like a day. I'm going to try. I'm really trying to do that. More yeah. Where it feels good to get out of the routine. I need to do more road trips. Let's take a road trip. Right now? No. So we're going to leave you guys. <laughs> and next time we'll talk about San Francisco. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It becomes like a Matt Damon thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, tell me. So you okay. you headed up to San Francisco. You took a plane. We took a plane. Yeah. So uh, in the airport on the way there, we kicked it off by there was a man sitting next to us on his suitcase, like a nice looking kind of like middle, you know, 40s or whatever man that like looked nice and was just sitting on his suitcase and all of a sudden i heard a, a huge crash and he had fallen off of his suitcase really and like like his suitcase went everywhere oh like it was all what, over. like it opened yes <laughs> and i mean it was one of those like buckle like the fancy ones oh or whatever. like and he was like going to a bartender's convention with yes. his vest and his leather exactly like, yeah and it it sparked one of my previous bug bites which is like when 
a tray falls at a restaurant, I don't like when everyone turns looks. around and looks at it. Sure. And this man fell off of his suitcase and made a huge crash and like all his stuff went everywhere. And I felt shame on behalf of him. And That's I crazy. Like, it seems insane that someone dropped their suitcase and it opened up well, like no, that's no, not very safe on it. yeah but that's not very safe to be traveling that's with. true what are you gonna check that bag and then they throw it on a, a pile it's like bang, bang, and everything true. flies yeah. out that's awful and jack was one of the uh rubberneckers and i'm so uh, like, like we know what happened you don't need to like peek at him while that happened i would be the guy that looks because i'd be like what <laughs> with my laser eyes like is there some you know chaos happening i must watch it i always feel so bad when people get embarrassed i don't know why but i that i like i, I want to surprise me that you said that well i would rather than like i was thinking what should, should i just dump coffee on my head or something like i wanted to i wanted <laughs> to like, take away like some the of way his. That you saw that i was like wait look at me i'm a fool <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i wanted to help him yeah uh so we got there we checked in okay so this is, <laughs> this is gonna be crazy so we were there for three nights three nights something that i did was i booked us at three different hotels a different hotel every night why because i like variety oh god and you don't like rubbing tugs my goodness (laughs) and i wanted to i want like every time i'm in san francisco i get confused about what area is the coolest and what area like i like the best so you have to move every day (laughs) so that means you have to check out at 10 and then check back in at three. So you, you got, got a different you're, you're, hotel, different carrying your, numbers. your shit all around. Yeah. So oh. it gets it gets better as I we go on. So th- we get to our first hotel of three, and we start to check in, and it is our vacation, so we like to sleep in separate beds. And we tell the girl, you know, we have sex in one bed and then sleep separately. <laughs> who, who who who? Wait wait wait. Who sleeps in the sex bed? Uh, usually Jack. <laughs> so you fuck in one bed and then you go, okay, well, bye. And you get in your bed. Sex. It's either eat the snacking and sex bed is well, the same uh, thing. So, <laughs> so there's wrappers everywhere. And it's it's and usually like, the left bed. Like, so the, when so you, you first walk, walk in, in, it's the first bed. So that way left. you can get to the bathroom quick. And yes. yeah, yeah. So there, it may have like extra, crackers all over. Yeah, it that may have five that. feet extra is really, it's a, it's a doozy. <laughs> so usually when we walk in, the left bed is assigned the snacking and lovemaking bed. And Jack's bed, and then the right bed is mine. Oh <laughs> and my so, god! So we you're we, crazy. We check in. Uh, all of our hotels are Marriotts. <laughs> They're all Marriotts. <laughs> What's Marriott the variety then? Member. It's so annoying. <laughs> I feel like I'm drunk. No, uh, it, it's I love Marriott, and I'm a loyal like customer of Marriotts, and so I've decided that I will stick with this. And in in like as a treat i get all these reward points and all this kind of stuff Jeez. anyway i just love so marriott. you take it to the marriott and wear it maybe it'll be our sponsor um so so we go to the first one which is in the union square area okay and oh yeah the homeless abound mm, yeah that's homeless kinda, but also just kind of you know like yeah, commerce downtown and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. yeah so that's our first flavor okay of the trip if all you will right. so we check in and the girl at the front desk uh said something about like our preferences oh, because a lot of times i'll ask for a low floor why uh just because in the past i don't really like to be high up like i don't know i just feel like i'm always like heights and stuff my like god that. i know okay i feel like i'm like howard hughes kleenex boxes on my feet <laughs> <laughs> and uh i used to for a while like i couldn't change my profile on marriott it had me as like a handicapped person i swear my life it had me as <laughs> <laughs> so i did a trip with my family and we drove up from san diego all the way up to san, to san francisco like uh-huh. a few years ago and every hotel every marriott we went to 
both of our rooms had like a doorbell, like an accessible doorbell for deaf people. And then it also the bathrooms had like they're huge. You sit down. Well, yeah, you, they're you know, huge. The handicap bathrooms. Yeah, you have, roll like, into that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad was so mad. He's like, we're, we're taking a room away from someone else. And this is insane. And so every time I would try to say I'm not handicapped and Marriott would just continually book me with like doorbells. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so so in my preferences now, it's uh, one extra towel and just a, uh, a low floor. <laughs> Wait, you can you can ask. You can, you can put that in your profile so when you when you book you immediately get an extra towel and a low floor oh my god meryl oh my god i'm laughing so hard and so so we get to the first one and they say thank you for being a gold member right thank you also for being we have your uh, extra towel miss Klimo. and yep. yeah and so uh i got your they said unfortunately we got your request about the low floor and we can't do that tonight it's, it was a friday night and she said we're nearly sold out so you're going to be on the 36th floor. And nice. I was like, and I'm like, out of what? And she said, out of 36. <laughs> so we were the, very, the very, very top. And sorry, we had to put you in the presidential suite. Exactly. And so, so we, uh, she made it, or she said something about like two queen beds or something like that. And I'd be like, yeah. yeah, this is our vacation. And I kind of like laughed and, you know, made a joke. And then she, she laughed along with it. And then we got up to our room and we saw that it was only one king. And so I, ca- I called down to the, L- to the, to her and i said hi this is room like 3605 30, or whatever you know we just talked about the two because we said we made a joke about like us being in separate beds like haha we right, love it right and she said oh i thought you guys were joking and i'm like no we like to sleep in separate beds and so they couldn't do anything so we had to sleep in the same bed they brought up a cot and made jack <laughs> sleep on it he slept in the shower <laughs> oh and so, so you're upset about it but I, like but it was funny and we just said okay that's not the worst of things then because it's a beautiful view like we we have a view of the of the city it's a really gorgeous room and really nice and like I was kind of standing overlooking the window and looking out and Jack was like oh you look so nice and so pretty let me take like a photo of you so he takes a photo of me looking out and then you know kind of we just go back to doing something and then he said wait I have an idea and something like very unlike him but kind of is like him where he took off his clothes and then said can you take a picture of me my butt like <laughs> in front what? of have you seen this yet Wait, instagram is down right now otherwise i'd show of, you of, of his like bare ass yes just that yes so uh, okay so i'm just gonna show you right now did you see this oh he's standing up against the window looking out onto the city of san francisco completely nude it's full body yes so yeah but don't Look at like his little butt i it's know so funny so i took that and like for me i was like that's like bold and weird like not weird but that's like too much and as for someone for me saying it's like i don't know talking about like incest or something right now online yeah isn't that weird that's that's just uh, a lot like yeah he posted it on instagram not on facebook but it's his whole backside like his butt and everything i'm like jack that's so like like that's kind of amazing exhibitionist or whatever so it's if if we could only all be that confident would you do that fuck no No, i wouldn't do that too just because of the Dude, i don't even I take my shirt off in public are you kidding me i'm a never nude <laughs> that's true <laughs> he's like an always nude so that was our first kickoff is just me like watching yeah Instagram. but that's great like i look at somebody like jack i'm like oh that's awesome that you're that confident but i've had you know I, i've continue as an adult to still work through my body images just because of my whole life you yeah. know yeah and so I've had moments of strength and lots of moments of weakness, and I would never do that, ever. No, I couldn't either. Probably because 
I would look at that picture of someone and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a lot. Why did you do that? Look, I mean, you know, like I would start to judge and that's my own judgment. Yes. That's my own judgment that I deal with. You know, I also think, though, this is my, this want to hear my crazy astrological yes. uh, meaning of it. I, toddlers are the I mean, Tauruses are the toddlers of the Zodiac. OK. And maybe not all Tauruses. Not all. I'm not saying but I'm saying there's something <laughs> about like. It's almost like little boy, like mommy, like I have my pants off. Like I still, th- there's something with guys that I think mm. they want to be like naked butts or something. And I, really? I'm, maybe it's down to like it's funny or it's. Um, I don't know if females have that. I mean, girls. Huh. Maybe some girls yeah, like I'm flashing their like, boobs in spring yeah. break. But it's, it's kind of like, uh, and I'm not saying this in a mean way, but it's kind of like toddlerish to do, where it's like, like I have my clothes off. Like I, I'm trying to trace yeah. down the psychological. You saw my butt, and you're not supposed to. Yeah. Right. Look for my dissertation on why my boyfriend poses butt on Instagram soon. According so to his zodiac kind of a, sign, was that kind of a turnoff for you? Um, not a turnoff, but it was a little bit odd. I guess not because I didn't think like thousands of girls would be messaging him about it. I thought it was more like, huh, that's it's weird that uh, two people could be so like, uh, uh like uh, extroverted in different ways almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because later on when I to he got super embarrassed and weird when I brought up the photo to some of our friends. I said, oh, show them. It was two of our friends that we ended up meeting up with in San Francisco. I'm like, show them the photo that we were talking about. And then he got really mad that I like brought up the photo. I'm like, why? You posted a photo of your bare butt. He posted on the he internet. Said it was embarrassing that I brought it up to two friends. And I'm like, this guy. Yeah. So I'm like, Jack is so <laughs> interesting. Isn't that funny? You so, guys are, you guys, they should do some tests on you guys. Because he's posted on Instagram. Yes. And then, and then got embarrassed when I showed it when I <laughs> it, it's more the like there's something in it's the in control it's control yeah. he's controlling it. yes yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay so, all right so that was the first bear but uh then that we, was the first bear butt I mean I mean that was the, that was the first night is his bear butt then we went to uh the places I eat now in San Francisco are all thanks to your girlfriend Brittany because yes. Brittany used to live there she's a chef and she gave, she gave me gave like the best recommendations. recommendations yeah so we went to this place mission Chinese food at first and then the second day we decided there's an oddities store there that he really likes. What's it called? Paxton Gate. Uh, yes, I've been there. It's got all these like dead animals and yes, stuff. Yes, a, b- a lot I of taxidermy. Oh, Brittany took me there because she bought some beetle years ago from there. And she was like, oh, this is a great store. And I went in. And I was like, it's my nightmare. Really? It, it actually, she, I think she thought it, I was really going to think it's cool. And I was so spooked by it. I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Because there's a lot of like stillborn oh, pigs in jars. Yeah. And, like, it's the weirdest thing. It's like dead animals everywhere. It's like, oh, do you want a chicken foot dried and uh, made into a pencil? <laughs> and I got it. It's like, no, I don't want that. There was a man like literally buying a human skull. Yeah. And, yeah. There was a real human skull. Yep. Why do you want that? What are you doing? So jackpot. Uh, <laughs> <gasps> what did he buy? Okay, a list of things: a coyote bone, like a bone of a coyote, a actual Why? human finger bone. Why? Uh, I have no clue. A piece of like a, a megalodon tooth, <laughs> like a <laughs> like he's starting his own little mini museum. Um, like a tiger's eye, something, something. I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of a beaver jaw. Wait, like, he bought all these things? Yeah. It was just like going crazy? Yep, yep. He had like a basket and was shopping around. And so, what? I know. Sounds and like then a serial well, killer. I know. And I also thought, I wonder if there's some weird people that buy some of the dead stuff and fuck them. Like, whoa. Like, there's a huge dead bunny in one of the, it was like a stillborn. No, it wasn't even a stillborn. It was an actual, like, kind of like, um, 
like a bunny that you know they test on you know that normally would be like medically tested but it was a full adult one and it was in kind of this big glass jar and i'm like i bet there's people out there i mean there's your theory that people will fuck anything and i feel like that makes me feel really (laughs) grossed out (laughs) i didn't mean it like that but i guess you're right i feel like there's some sickos out. i mean there's people that have sex with dead bodies so he buys a bunch of shit there and then what's he want to do with it um like created a little mini museum in our house of just which is Jesus, i know weird. i know it is dark and then the second thing that we had to do on the list or that i thought was also uh dark yet fun is that he has a thing for like the zodiac killer and, <laughs> and that's in san francisco yeah it was in so. san francisco so you know it moved and it went from kind of like a rural area to then the actual city city and he terrorized the city so we found the intersection on cherry street and something else where the zodiac killed his cab driver and he made and so we listened to a podcast as we rolled up to the exact intersection in a cab in in a, in a rental car <laughs> oh i was like <laughs> we got a rental a cab car. you're listening to it, like and then they killed the cab driver <laughs> and they're like okay this is where we do it yeah stop right now <laughs> i'm gonna do stop right now no we've got a rental car and we drove up to the intersection and then i guess like the zodiac for whatever reason told his cab driver like stop right here and then he said no go one block more and then that's where he shot him. And I guess a bunch of people saw it from the window and called and said, now the killer's on the loose. And they ended up stopping. The police came and stopped the Zodiac killer to ask, like, have you seen any black men? Because I guess someone said, oh, it was a, it's a black. It's a bla- they misidentified him. So the police Typical. ended up stopping the Zodiac killer and asked. And like years later, when the Zodiac was writing, I guess, to the San Francisco Chronicle or whoever, they he said, oh, you actually like asked me about the killer. And that was me. And, and so... Wow. I know. So we drove up to this spot and Jack got photos of like me in the passenger seat in our rental car. What? <laughs> and then, and then I think you might be dating a serial killer. Um, He likes a lot of like dark tourist information. Wow. And, you know, that he got out and that I was taking photos of him and it was just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> with his coyote bones in the trunk. Can you imagine a, a couple things like. It's so weird that we are obsessed with serial killers, but I understand it because they're just different how do they think what is this but like to take photos in that way it's like that's kind of sick right yeah but then if if you were an alien race and you came down and you saw us buying dead animals and then hanging them up in our house i know yeah oh that's what we do and then the aliens like take us and like kill us and hang them in their houses it's like i know it's kind of a weird fucking thing that we do it is weird and i also that one wasn't really embarrassing it was just and there was like locals out walking their dog on the neighborhood i'm like kind of like oh it's just kind of like yeah uncouth a little bit and i also thought too we did go to uh where oj murdered nicole brown simpson in la and jack made me park or met us park and get out of the house and he's taking photos i'm like this is just kind of like not tasteless, which is huh. so weird coming from me. I own it that it's weird coming on yeah. my end of things. But like for some reason, that's not something rude that I would do. Like, yeah, I always think like, think. <laughs> what if you live close to there and you're driving by, like, oh, look at all these people taking photos in front of OJ's house. Yeah. Why? I know. That's sick. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's gross. I bet there's a lot of people that get that, especially in the the San Francisco neighborhood we went to because yeah. it was a really, it's a really like beautiful high class area, and you can just tell they're probably like. We're just trying to like sit yeah. in our jacuzzis. We're not trying to yeah. mess with you, Taurus. So that was it. Was actually fun. I mean, it was fun, and okay, we were and I was it. going it's with fun. the flow because I knew I had a lot of like he rarely gets to do what he wants. Like I feel like his like or not that there's not even. I feel like a lot of times we just go with my preference because like I name it first or whatever. So yeah. it was nice and for him you're bossy. to. Yeah, I am bossy, and I feel like I know what's best. And yeah. so 
uh, it was nice for him to take the lead and have like things that he wanted yeah, like, to do. Oh, this is something I really want to do, and we're doing it. I'm happy. Right. I'm like, if you want to show your butt, buy coyote bones and sit where a cab driver got murdered. Let's <laughs> let's do it all day long. <laughs> so we got back. We had a full day out, and we had fun. And then and now we, you have to check into Marriott number two. Yes. Oh boy. At which point? Oh. I realized I had made a mistake, <gasps> and our second one was 0.2 miles from the first one. Shut <laughs> I up. I swear. So our second Marriott was the W Marriott, which when we finally checked in there, it was a four-minute walk from our first one, and uh, when we finally got to our room, we could see the hotel. The view the, was yeah, Our view was hotel. our original hotel. And so I said, I'm so sorry, because in my mind, I guess I just didn't really look at the map when I... The W is a nice hotel, though. The W. This is I one love, of the nicest yeah, hotels I've ever stayed at. I think I stayed, stayed at that at. W. Yes. Yeah, I did. It's rated like one of the highest hotels yeah. in the country. And it was pretty cool. I was. That's so funny that you should say that because that like high and above was was like really one of the nicest ones. Really, like I've stayed at in a long time, and uh, so yeah. So that was my epic fail of the trip. Is oh, that man. I had us point two miles from our first one. And then we went to the Muir Woods. Okay, of which, course. Which beautiful. I didn't, yeah, the Muir Woods is really beautiful, except I didn't know. We rolled up, and they said, do you have a reservation? And we said, no, of course we don't. And like then we had to park like an hour away, and we went with one of my good friends, yeah, Ryan, who okay. and his husband, who maybe I'll just call it out. One of your friends messaged me, said somehow they know each other, and one of your friends has a crush on... Like so, Ryan is my my friend from Syracuse, uh-huh. and I would and you know one of my longtime friends and one of your friends, uh, a man, yes, recognized my friend Ryan and messaged me saying I have the biggest crush on your friend. Really? Yes, and Ryan is known a lot in the gay community because he created these things called yarnesses. Yarnesses, which is like a harness made from yarn. And it like <laughs> he's a gif too, like or a gif. How do you say it? Whatever. A gif. I don't know. So like, uh, these things are basically like it's like a sex thing. You know, these are suspenders with like a sex harness that you like pull people with and stuff like that. Okay. And it's made from yarn. And Ryan is the creator of that, and it, it had a lot of success. And so like at the San Francisco festivals and all that kind of stuff, Ryan and his yarnist company were were always there and yeah. featured. And he was been featured on magazines. So it was so funny that like. The same way that I'm always lurking around on people's Facebooks that one of your friends was like, oh, my God, tell Ryan to, like, size me for a Yarnus and then, like, take me to bed forever. <laughs> I'm like, I love that so much. I thought it was really funny. I sent the message to Ryan. He's like, damn, she thirsty. <laughs> That's amazing. So we went to the Muir Woods. We had a great time. And then the next day we stayed at Fisherman's Wharf, the touristy area. Okay. Because I just, I don't know. Because I don't know. I feel like it gets a lot of flack because... But there's a reason that it's touristy, is that it's cool, and I kind of like the Fisherman's Wharf area. Okay. I don't know if it's... What would you compare it to, like, here in San Diego? Gas lamp? No. Yes. Really? Yeah. Ew. What are the restaurants? There's a, there's a fucking Bubba Gump. Yeah, that's seafood true. Seafood place. There's an Applebee's down there. There's all these, like, you know, dipping Dots and shit like that. It's, it, it is... The difference is, is gas lamp is just a street and the pier is a pier. Yeah. And the water's there. And so it feels and the like, seals are there. wow, this feels like, you know, really cool and different. But it's the same shit because there's like nine different Starbucks and not there's anything wrong with that. Right. But like there's a lot of places that you would just, you know, if you, if you can go to a place that's supposed to be like very authentically it, you know, in that city. But then there's an Applebee's and a fucking, that's true. Uh, you know. A Baskin Robinson. It's like, well, is this really like 
specific to here or right the rent just got so expensive only huge companies can be there and so it's that kind of shit you know and like we were looking for authentic seafood but instead of choosing like the little mom and pop places we were like yeah like bubba gumps this sounds good (laughs) right right tgi fridays red lobster yeah 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 yeah. but i like that area so most locals stay away from the pier i know that's what i've heard and that's usually a good signifier that it's become too much tourism Mm -hmm. there if you like i like to when i'm in a new city i'll try to look up like you know off the beat kind of places and then ask those people that work there like bartenders oh yes hey what are some cool thing cool things to see um that aren't like crazy tourists right you know like i understand why people go to alcatraz i understand why people go across the bridge that's great that's fine but like there are some things where it's like you're not going to get any authentic uh experience you're not going to get this authentic yes. experience if you go to applebee's i mean you're even as tourists like i think it was about my fifth year here in san diego and then when i finally saw people taking like photos of themselves in the, on the boardwalk i'm right. like Ew, you know but then right i mean we all make I'm, when i first moved out here it was like i i love pacific beach which is very <laughs> yeah. much like the the broy like yeah. beach area and until i was in the city for a couple of years i realized like there's so much to do outside of here and outside of downtown in that space like i was uh you know Finding new areas, and it was like that's where the city really is. Exactly. You know? Yep. So we had a good time, and we could. And then on the plane ride home, which I mentioned last week, the flight was like really, really, really turbulent. Like people, even Jack said it was one of the most turbulent flights ever. Yeah. G- coming down down here, and it helped me to listen to our podcast, and I listened to parts I snipped out of us fighting, <laughs> where yeah. I told you I took my headphones off and asked why you were weird, <laughs> and that really helped me. And then I also was I was flipping between listening to like some of our edits and then watching a star is born which they had so like people must have thought i was oh, crazy because in the, i'm like crying and i'm laughing <laughs> and I'm, like, <laughs> the altitude is bouncing us around and then we got in the uber and ubered home about 20 minutes back to our home and got home and realized that our house was completely sealed shut and locked and we had both left our house keys oh my god in you still have roommates though we have yeah 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 so so we then called the Uber back and Ubered to where our roommate was working. She was nannying. Oh, my God. And it was like another 20-minute flight. So you oh. could just imagine after being like up all day and bustling around, dropping off our oh, rental car, and checking out of the hotel. I felt like so frazzled. And I just I also felt like like work was texting me and messaging me. And I also felt I it was one of the, the only times in the past couple of years where I'm like, I'm about to have a meltdown. I think, like you know, when you just hit your your oh, yeah. load of like I have Absolutely. too much input on my phone and people. And like, yeah, I, I felt like I was beginning to like space over and be like, I can't answer anything. Definitely have those moments where like everything is due right then. And yeah. then for some reason. And somebody's like, oh, something went wrong and it's a technical problem and I need your help with it. And you're like, ah! yes, I felt like I like physically couldn't text. And so so yeah. we Ubered back. We got the key. Then we Ubered home. And our takeaway was that we just need to have more vacations and not be so. Nasty. That was your takeaway. <laughs> our takeaway was also <laughs> to your make reservations. Sounded insane. And <laughs> no, you're like, our fun. takeaway is to uh, inject a little more insanity in our Mine lives. Mine was to maybe plan Better? A tiny, tiny bit more. Maybe uh. look up if we need reservations, how far the hotels are. So from where are you going to go next? Um, Puerto Vallarta. Really? Yes. Oh, nice. And actually in June and then in August, uh, Ireland, which uh, one, of, one of my friends is getting married. One of my really good friends who's from there. Two of my good friends. Uh, and he's they're getting married on my birthday in Ireland. And so I'm nervous about that. You guys, I'm scared of flying and that's going to be a really long, a long flight. long flight. So what we're going Wait, where, to... Where do you, 
layover in? Well, we're, I'm going to make it so that we fly to New York and then I have like one or two days of... In New York? Yeah, because I feel like it's it's basically like two five-hour flights, Yeah, which I feel like bad. I can do. But I mean, a 10, 12-hour flight is a lot. I know. I don't know if I could do that. That's to what be uh, that's what Japan was, and it's like you're standing there, like you're, you're getting up, you're trying, you're restless, you're stretching it out. Yeah, like, this is know. too much. Right, but I feel like two fives, I can break it up. Yeah, I get it. But um, all in all, it was a really nice trip, and then and then I came home, and we made we decided we were gonna stay with our. We've been trying to make dinners at home, uh-huh. and last night I was at the grocery store. With all the makings of a Taco Tuesday night, I had my head of iceberg lettuce in my hand when the person, that, the woman that worked there, pointed at me and said, "Get that baby out! Push, pop that baby out already." What do you mean? She thought I was pregnant again. Oh We've had another God. one, Bo. It's been a year, and now it's back again. So, oh my God. So, <laughs> why are people so stupid? Well. To, in true Wait, honesty, she, said, she looked straight at you and said, "Get that baby out of there." She looked at it's me. It's about time to pop. Yeah, and this was she was not a, that you're newly pregnant, but you are. In I know your which third made me trimester. think I have. At first, the last time someone thought I was pregnant, they said I had a healthy glow, which means I was probably in my first trimester. And now this lady <laughs> told me to, like, strangely to pop that. She on her on my dead dog. Her life on my dead dog's life, which isn't okay, existent that, anymore. It's not really very okay. on his past life. Or, yes. You know, okay. Per, yeah. So then I that she said pop that baby out already and i was in the lettuce i was buying my lettuce and i just was trying to mind my own business and then i didn't like correct her and i didn't say like no i'm not pregnant i basically was like and then i walked away and i'm like you know i'm like four percent human so i do feel i did feel some shame but then other part of me was like honestly this is what i get i ate like crazy like all weekend i'm you know i have some gluten and dairy intolerance so uh, it's kind of like cause okay, and effect okay, we've okay. been through this before you don't eat you don't eat for a weekend and suddenly look pregnant i mean it's, i it's for a while I've been, <laughs> <laughs> it's, i got i looked in the mirror and i said yes my belly is very bloated and like okay well listen first off i'm sorry that happened because that's not right it just i isn't. deserve it you don't deserve that but if you look pregnant like people are too hard you don't look pregnant i i mean listen i would not even a month okay I'm not asking for, I'm not a glutton for pain. I still think I'm a yeah. beautiful, curvy woman, but I'm just saying, like, I just am for still, the rest of me, my I'm belly I'm still in out. shock that someone would ever say anything. Hey, uh, world, if you think someone's pregnant, it doesn't matter. I Unless know. they're like, gosh, this pregnancy is difficult. Don't fucking say a thing. <laughs> I don't understand why people go for it. You're not connecting. You, and you now, like... They don't understand the damage that that has now just done. I know. Because I'm sure that that hurt your feelings. Um, it, it, not enough to like, like tonight. You're like, no, not enough. I went home and I had. Making, uh, honestly, no. I had chicken and dumplings. I know this sounds so weird coming, especially like a female, but I honestly think this is cause and effect. Like if I wanted to have a flat tummy, like I, like then I would. You could do it. I'd eat salad. I'd do boiled chicken breast, but instead like. I ate like you know a bunch of Chinese food, a bunch of pizza, a bunch. So it's like I this is it. what I get. Uh-huh. But the funny part was like uh, I walked around the aisle getting my stuff, and I kind of was like, it's just you know those moments where you're like just shake it off or whatever. And luckily, yeah. like I have this to tell everyone about it. <laughs> and so right. and then, um, but you know there is an amount of like not even shame, just like kind of like oh that was weird, and, but just shake it off, keep yeah. going. And so of course the way the universe works is that I go to check out, and she's my bag lady, <gasps> and so like. <laughs> and so I'm trying to not make eye contact with her. I don't want her to say anything more or to like address it anything right. more. So 
as we're like she's, she's the bag lady was there something wrong with her i, I think mean, a lot I, I i don't mean to be mean but it's like i got to i mean part of like, me like thought, like if the story included like well they have an extreme version of asperger's and they don't you it know was a little asperger's no, it's not no, like she's she's not winning the nobel peace prize anytime soon okay. and there was a part of me that's like me and my non-existent baby get to leave the store and then you're bagging up my like progresso <laughs> like onions right now so <laughs> have fun with your life oh my god <laughs> my baby and i will do just fine so but of course the way that that life is is that she's putting all my ingredients in the bag and she's trying to hand it to me and like our hands are both getting like locked together in the handle. Oh my so god! Like, and I was just thinking, how heavy was the bag? Because I mean, really, you shouldn't be lifting anything more than <laughs> what, what if 10 I was pounds? like, I, I'm like, I parked in the expectant mother thing. And, <laughs> um, and then I, I talked about it. I brought it in to, uh, to work today, and our, our friend Ted said that he did it too. He before he knew that you shouldn't ask women. Oh he said god. that it, he was at a Toyota dealership, and he told one of the women that worked there, "When are you due?" And she said, you know, I'm not due. That's really awkward. And I guess his wife got all mad at him. Six months later, he forgot and did it again. To, to the, the same, same woman. <laughs> person? Well, he's just a moron. He's and a like, moron. She's still pregnant. But once again, it didn't inspire her to like go like, and. How many years are you going to be pregnant? I know. Yikes. So. Ooh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, I can't believe that's funny. happened to you twice. I know. But it's honestly what happens when you like have somewhat of like a normal sized body with a huge belly that's okay like why yeah. don't why doesn't this upset me because this is what people get like not that i deserve yeah. to be like i'm not saying like quote-unquote fat shamed but i'm saying like this is what you get like i guess i don't know but then another uh, the other end of things like someone that does not uh one of the there's a newscaster that comes in to like do the news every day on our radio show yeah. and she's one of those like we call each other like unlikely animal best friends because she's like a perfect, well coiffed, like, you know, blonde that you would normally see on like the perfect yeah. newscaster girl. And, yeah, yeah. But deep down, like in real life, she's really funny and cool. Her name is Heather. And her and I like get along really well. And we just yeah. think it's so funny because like, obviously we're just very different in the way we show she's up like, in life. Usually I don't <laughs> hang out with pregnant women, but I guess I'm going to. Exactly. But she's the typical woman that you would see on the news in terms of like smoking hot blonde, sure. really tight dresses, beautiful woman. And she said that when she's on air, a lot of, and she's skinny, like she is skinny. And she said that a lot of people will write to her and say, when are you going to announce like that you're due? And it will be like, if she turns to the side, she will have like, no belly you know it's just basically a stomach wow. it's not even like uh, anything at all and she what? said viewers will write in and say to her like uh basically oh, like as uh, though they're in on the news first like when's she going to announce <laughs> like she has a little bit of a just a like, little bit of a curve almost and then, just like her skeleton like goes that way you yeah. know there's not much else <laughs> and then and so uh, that kind of made me feel better but wow i guess people just want to be part of that it's an exciting thing. And yeah. They say something. And, and the lady told me to pop that baby out. So what if I just like started? What if I just took a bunch of water and like threw it down my pants like while I was at the <laughs> checkout? I'm like, my water's breaking. You, you jinxed me. <laughs> <laughs> the head of lettuce comes out. Yeah. My <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Do you want to do one of our segments? We can birth it out right now. You want to squeeze out something? Yeah. Can it's we crowning. please do a bug bite? It's, it's been crowning. a few weeks and I've been pent up with like, I really need to share some of my... Do you actually have a yeah. bug oh, bite? Oh, I've been collecting them like you wouldn't <laughs> believe. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I can, can feel I can feel this bug bite crowning. I'm like at some type of <laughs> diameter. What was the, what's, a, what's a realistic number of diameters? 38 centimeters? Centimeters or something. Or something. I don't know. I, it, Wait, are they three feet? 
Uh, yeah, babies are at least three feet, and they I think they like when they're born they weigh like thirty or forty pounds, right? I'm pretty sure <laughs> like that's a trout, like, <laughs> like a big trout. Let's just do a bug bite. Okay. Yuck! Bug bites. No, your bug bite is a leaf blower. My bug bite. Are people who snore. That is a real That is a recording. video. That is a video of uh, a guy I shared a hotel with. Okay. And here's what the bug bite is, okay? Snores like a motherfucker. And then the next day I'm like, I throw a pillow at him in the middle of the night. I'm like, dude, yeah. <laughs> fucking wake up. Stop snoring. It's annoying. Right? And then he's like, you snore too. I was like, no, I don't. And it's that's my bug bite is people oh. who immediately throw shit back at you when you're like, Hey, it's like, I remember having to deal with this shit when I was a manager. I'm like, hey, I need you to do this. Well, you do this. It's like, fuck you. Defensive snores. Fuck you. Yeah, I I don't snore. In the millions of women that I've been with, (laughs) none of them have told me that I snore. (laughs) Meanwhile, this motherfucker's like, you "You snored all night. You sleep with one man. You just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah, you have sex with one dude. (laughs) One dude. You knocked him out so well. It's ridiculous. I I totally agree. Jack will like turn towards me and snore. Like he'll be like facing the other other way. Then he'll turn towards me and go like. And I'm like, I want to murder you. And then I turn him around. It it sounded like a paper bag, like being scrunched every. Every two seconds. And you can hear like mucus gurgling like it's a wet snore. You know what he says? He goes, oh, well, you should have turned me on my side. I'm like, I'm not your fucking care. I'm not hospice. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not your caretaker. (laughs) You're giving him an enema. I hope you swallow your tongue and die. No. Yes. No, I don't mean that. But like kind of. But then come back to life. You die, come back to life. And then. Right. And then you go, oh, my God, I should have a healthy respect. It's like, go get it fixed. Yes. And then he even told me, he's like, yeah, I'm kind of dating this girl. And then like. I wondered why she wasn't sleeping at the house all the way through the night. She'd get up at like four in the morning and leave. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, because she couldn't sleep because you snore like a motherfucker. Oh, I can't take it. Sound like a fucking retarded lion. It's (laughs) awful. It's awful. Anyway, I know that's silly, but that's my bug bite. That's a good one. Snoring Sounds like a little bit snore. Yeah, a little bit snore. Okay, how about you? Soft speakers. You mean like the ASMR people? Uh, if you're, or you mean like a little bit higher than that, but like, like oh, out then, in public, like oh. if you're giving your order, like speak the fuck up and find your yeah. voice in life. And oh. I don't like it when people are just so soft and they can't like quiet, soft talkers unless it's for ASMR or to make money on YouTube, <laughs> or you're like a sex worker and they like that. And right. If you're making money doing yeah. it, then go do it. Yeah. If but you're rubbing and tugging, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of women just like, like I don't know. I think it comes from like. Abuse or, the, uh, <laughs> or like if you talk softly, you've been abused. And, and no, and maybe <laughs> I'm sorry if you to abuse, <laughs> to abuse people, but uh, like it comes. There's a psychological element of like I feel like I don't, I can't have a voice in this world is what I think, mm. and it makes me want to be like, no, speak up, yeah, claim your presence, right, sure, and talk with a nasal snore like me. <laughs> Order your locks. <laughs> um, I just thought of one. Yes, you know what I hate is when people in a restaurant order food then they're in a conversation the food is brought and they're like okay uh shrimp tacos who ordered the shrimp tacos and then nobody is ready wait no, i just did this no, one you nobody know is I- ready and then it's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what if we just start repeating i'm just repeating my bug bite is when I'm just someone joking. steals no that's really funny i was gonna say that but you do have a friend that really does uh yes. that doesn't id his food right away yes. and that it, or, or he denies it like yeah. he denies that he never got. There's the always somebody tacos. in every group, you know. And if you're doing it with a soft voice, I like how you're gonna. You're still adding to it, even though I was making fun of it. 
I do hate that. I do hate that. But then you brought it back up like, well, you're going to convince me again. Now I'm really annoyed. (laughs) Mine could be served. My next one, final one, can be served at a restaurant. What? Chili. You don't like chili? Fuck you, chili. What are you, a soup? Meat? I don't like it at all. I I love chili. It's fine. Like Your bug bite is chili? Yep. Gross. It's overrated. Oh, my God. It's okay with a bunch of other things such as cornbread, green onion, corn on the cob, coleslaw, potato salad. But just a bowl of chili alone is not enough for a meal, and it makes me so irate. Okay. All right. Well, I disagree. It's just, a, just, it's, just it? it's just a hearty soup. Yeah, but it's beans Do you like and soup? Meat. Do you no, like soup? that's so sad. You don't like matzo ball soup? With different th- with with my pumpernickel bread and my... Reuben sandwich? Or <laughs> I disagree with you. I think that's a flimsy bug bite. I think chili is disgusting. You're, that wasn't even a bug bite. That was a light rash. You got a rash from rubbing <laughs> up against the wrong poison oak or something. I'm mildly allergic to chili. You're, yeah, okay. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Okay. Okay, so we take a break. Let's take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Oh, this will be a good time to thank our sponsor, which still hasn't come to light yet. <laughs> I swear in a couple months we'll get it together and we're going to get a sponsor. We did in full honesty. We had like this deal with what was that box called? Like Fab Fit Fun or something. <laughs> and then there was another box with a perfume spray. Yeah, we're great. Aver- <laughs> and like it was we were, for every one that you guys ordered, we were going to get like seven dollars. Thank and you for that seven dollars that never came. But we just kind of thought, like, this is Dude, not that's worth not it. That's not our thing. That's no. not our thing. We had to log on to a website and create our own account info. And a info. website? Yeah. <laughs> so thanks to our sponsor. Just recently, actually, um, the podcast, Sword and Scale. Have you ever listened to that? Yes, very much so. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Um, but it deals with a lot of heavy material. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of true crime um, I think the first episode I listened to, someone was getting beat with a hammer, and they like played it. The audio right. And, yeah. I think I yeah. I think I heard that one too. It's pretty heavy, but they've got a lot of episodes, and it's really well edited and well produced. It is. It is. Um, but recently, that guy had gone on social media, and Mike s- Boudet. Yeah, and said something. He he shared a meme, and I, well, I forget what the meme was, but he used the word. It was kind of offensive, and then used the word. Pardon my French. Don't cancel us, all of our uh, advertisers. <laughs> our boxes yeah. that would never arrive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he used the word cunt. And it was sort of, but it, w- it, w- it was more than that. It was more than that. Because, here, I'm going to look it up. Okay, while you do that, I was going to tell you, too, that I listened to another show, a spinoff of that called Sword and Scale Rewind, where they talk about each episode. So it's like a, you know, like the after after the show type of wrap up Um and it's done by this comedian lady that I really like, Stephanie Wilder Taylor. And she was saying on her Facebook that basically like her take of things was that, yes, he did get in trouble for saying that, but he is unstable and he really could have still continued the show without even being on Wondery. Because for a while it was independent and he was putting it all on by himself. And then the right. last season they got picked up for Wondery. So it was cool to hear on her end of things where she wrote, you know, she seems like a really cool down to earth woman. And she just said for the record, like, I don't think I'm going to work with him again. So like this yeah. is someone that I'm like I feel like I would trust her, and she was just saying that like he didn't really have to be as dramatic as it was, and that he wasn't right. being a victim in any end of. And this was someone that worked for him, and right. you know he, he, a lot of the stuff. He's that, trying to ra- he's trying to get things riled up. Yes, yes. But ultimately, he's not taking um, responsibility for what could be very offensive. the The message was. And this is a quote. Uh, it was a meme that said, I don't understand dumb cunts. Maybe I should take one apart to see how it works. And so Wondery was like, yeah, that's pretty offensive. And we don't 
we don't fall in line with those values. Right. And so he deleted it uh, before any of the, I guess people got upset and things like that. But then they were just like, yeah, I think, and maybe there's a lot of background in this, but it's kind of an interesting idea on both sides. Like, can you say whatever you want? Yes, of course you can. Is there consequences to what you say? Yes, there is. It's not about free speech, I don't think. Now, I could be speaking from an ignorant place, but I kind of feel like you can have free speech, but that doesn't mean there's no responsibility to what you say. Right. So so you can't just pull the free speech card and be like, We're, I should be allowed to be, say whatever I want. Yeah, you can, but then your advertisers can say, like, we don't want to exactly. align ourselves right. with a company or a brand that is like that. You know what I mean? Like, to me, the hard conversation is, the KKK can exist and they can say what they want, but like I choose not to support that and I find it to be pretty offensive. But like I, I can't sit here and say you're not allowed to think anything but what I think. That's wrong. Right, exactly. But but you're right. But like endorsements and advertisers right. have every right you're to go away. You're working in a business. Sorry, you, you, this podcast got big, mm-hmm. got very popular, and there's a responsibility to that. That's the reason we don't have advertisers. Exactly. So that we can say the word cunt. cunt. Let's say it again. This week's word is bloody cunt. (laughs) (laughs) But really, I loved uh, I I love Sword and Scale because it was well produced and it touched on some really like dark, creepy topics. Will I die without it? No, I will. No, I don't really care. There's a million other podcasts. And it sounds to me like after doing just a very quick like search of, you know, of who this person has been and in past and other people's opinions sounds like he's, you know, needs, had needs, some had some tough. Uh, needs to chill a little bit. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. So, all things must come to an end, including this podcast. So we'd like to announce that this week is our final episode for <laughs> this week. <laughs> next week no. we'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, literally, we will see you next Tuesday. And on that note, we're out of here. See you next time, guys. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight.